angelic vision, whatever you are, whatever you were, you are in my bloodstream and I pray for your return. I am fond of you beyond all rhyme or reason and I pray for your return. Dear God, Heavenly Father, if I can see her again, I would be forever grateful. I would be forever in your debt. I will do whatever you ask me, Lord. Angelic vision, you have altered my compass. And I pray for your return. Good afternoon, Brendan. Dr. Miller. Your friend Sam didn't convince you to stay away after last time? He made a case. He made a case for not coming back here, but I felt compelled to return. Sessions are helping? I'm not sure. But there was someone I saw in there last time. And I want to see her again. Hmm. A bit of a crush? Just an experience that I need to have again. Last time you talked about a project, what did you call it? A raw display of intimacy? Something like that? Still working on that? It's changed slightly. Tell me more about that. When I was in the chamber last time, Doctor, I got a message at the end from someone, and my purpose is higher than just a commentary on human intimacy. Are you still thinking performance art? For now. Such a thriving and vital medium. But I'm retooling the project to be more collective, to address a more broad struggle. Mm-hmm. And so the performance involves many people, arms linked and moving, struggling actually against the linkage, working against each other and with each other, marching or attempting to march out of step. But the linkage never breaks. And the struggle against the linkage morphs into a unity of movement. And the group suddenly works as one, and they form symbols. Symbols? Yes. Symbols to tell a story. The story of history. They form a swastika. What? Yes. It's a religious symbol. I, I, I don't think... That... And then they form a star. Then a stripe. Then a Union Jack. And then they unify into an amorphous pattern that allows the audience to project their own symbol onto the people linked by their arms on the stage. Sounds great. You think so? Absolutely. In any case, let's get you in the chamber, Brendan. Dolphins. 
unbelievable. Hello, dolphins. Do you have anything to say to me? Come on, aren't the dolphins here to talk to me? Abuse me, maybe? They're my dolphins. I'm working with them. I'm talking with them. They're interesting. They're very interesting. They're my beauties. They're my lovelies. And I love them. I want to be with them forever. I can only really communicate with them. You can communicate with me. Not as well as with my dolphins. You've been praying. I have. I've been praying for the return of this woman that I saw the last time I was in here. You shouldn't be doing that. She was light. She was warmth. I need her back. You have no clue who she is. She's nameless. Yes. And do you know what nameless means? That she doesn't have a name. There's more to it than that. Explain it then. You think that every time you come into the chamber, that it all just has to do with you? That's exactly what I think. Or in my mind. But what you see and experience isn't all just your mind. What do you mean? When you try and summon that woman, you're seeking something that you don't understand. Explain it to me. When you reach out to that woman, do you know what you're asking for? I just want to experience her again. Are you safe in here? I think so. When you're in here, do you know that you're safe? You don't. Your mind, it's not safe. Why not? I know the questions you have. I know what you're asking and thinking. I know what you're rubbing up against, scratching up against. Oh? It's your insignificance. And what you're asking about is human communication. Okay? Human communication has maybe reached its limits. All human words have been spoken. That's occurred to you, right? You've thought of that? Yes, of course. And so now what I'm interested in is dolphin communication. Look at these beauties. With dolphin communication, I'm having to figure it out. I'm having to translate it. No, not translated. Because once I translate it into human words, I lose the thread. It becomes human communication again. And it becomes irrelevant to me. It becomes white noise. And I'm not interested in white noise, Brendan. Are you interested in white noise? Of course I'm not. I didn't think you were. I think you're interested in something very deep. I want to know about this woman, this vision, and the nameless. With this vision, you want to be sedated. And that's what they want. <laughs>
You sedated. I resisted sedation and I dug deeper. And now I'm with my dolphins. You were in the isolation chamber? I was in here. And I'm still in here. There are others who came in here and are still in here. Look over there. You see that? Yes, it's a door. Right. Listen to what's being said beyond the door. My soul is on fire and every part of me absolutely aches. I don't know how I came to be this way or why. I feel it is either the work of a god or the devil. I have not long been a believer in the devil. I have not long been a believer in the soul. I now know that I have a soul. Every morning I awaken to find myself alone and in pain. I need a life outside of pain. I am ready to be lifted up into the heavens by God. No one wants to release me to the heavens. I belong elsewhere. Maybe I belong merely on earth. I want to wake up on earth. Uh, hello? Hello, Brendan. Do come in. Hello. Uh, Who are you? I don't recall my name, but I'm a man who lived in the 19th century, and I too went into an isolation chamber with the assistance of my friend, a doctor. He died alone and in poverty, in agony. Too much drink, I suspect. And what happened to you? I got lost and never came back. Got lost where? Oh, come on now. You know where. Not sure I do. Where are you now? I'm here. With you. Which is where? Well, uh, I'm not sure. Precisely. You have to be certain not to go too far into your head. I remember my last day on Earth. I woke up and felt completely empty. I could feel it in my heart. The emptiness. And in my head, physical emptiness. I I never felt anything like it. It was so strange and disorienting. I wasn't sure almost if I was awake or dreaming. I called to my man, Trevor, my butler, and asked him to get me dressed and prepare my coach to take me over to Dr. Hopkins. Dr. Hopkins, you see, was the man who had the isolation chamber. Trevor had a look on his face. I don't think he believed I would be coming back. I didn't know it at the time, but I was not. What happened? I got to Hopkins and asked him to isolate me. He was skeptical. He told me that the isolation chamber was not for emergency circumstances not for the treatment of acute pain and suffering, that it was too soon since my last journey. But I told him what sum I was willing to part with for his help. His research was stalling and he needed the money. 
He locked me into the chamber and the vision started right away. More intense than I'd ever had before. And more sinister. More strange. More strange, even, than the first ones I'd ever had. You remember your first session? How strange that was? This was a hundred times more strange. Figures that defied description. Not even alien. Beyond alien and strangeness. My heart grew ever colder as I descended. That's what it felt like. Like I was descending. What were you seeing? I can't be sure. Light and not. Darkness and not. And I was all the while feeling like I was disappearing into it. My body no longer was. I couldn't locate my limbs. Couldn't feel my hands, my feet. I had a vague sense that I was in the chamber. I called out to Dr. Hopkins, but my voice was lost. You said there were figures. Yes. They had bodies and maybe eyes, but I don't recognize them. Not as animals. Not as humans. I couldn't believe they were springing from my imagination. Because that's all it is. You don't really go anywhere. It's all in your head. And yet, here you are, now, in my head. And that's just it. I'm not sure what the meaning of all in your head is any longer. What do you think compelled you to the isolation chamber that day? I think about that constantly. Not a moment goes by that I don't think about it, and I really can't be sure. Only that I was pulled in by some mysterious force. And that same mysterious force was there in the chamber when I got inside. Trevor sensed whatever it was. So did Dr. Hopkins. What happened to your body? Dr. Hopkins opened the chamber, and there was no body. I was gone. It quite shocked him. He rushed to my estate to tell Trevor, who went to the police. Everyone was so shocked and uncertain by what happened and so embarrassed to discover that what they believed happened was supernatural, that they didn't look into it too far. They asked Dr. Hopkins to leave town, and he did to live out his days getting drunk. He was able to live off of what I had given him for my last visit to the chamber. What happened to Trevor? When I didn't return, he prepared my estate for transfer to my nephew, Morton. Morton dismissed him as head butler, but let him stay in a guest house on the property until he died. Morton was a decent fellow for doing that. Morton's a faggot! Jesus, Lord, it's that fucking alien again. Must you speak of my nephew like that? Morton would like to lie down with gentlemen. Did you visit me here every night? Can you leave me no peace? You didn't listen to me. You didn't take me seriously. I told you what might happen if you didn't spread light, spread warmth, make it rain happiness throughout the land. You resisted my message and now you're stuck in here with me, exactly like I warned you. I had no clue what you were talking about then, and I have no clue what you're talking about now. 
Dr. Hopkins knew what would happen to you. He wasn't surprised when he opened the chamber and you were gone. He was in on it. All doctors are in on it. You're seeing this. Yes. It's unusual. What does he mean, all doctors are in on it? What do you think he means? I don't know. I know that alien, though. He said he would turn me into a pig. Believe it or not, he represents one of the forces of life, fighting against the nameless. He warns visitors of their potential fates if they don't take the fight seriously. Who are the nameless? I didn't take the fight seriously. I was seduced by messages I heard and hear, and I got lost. What messages? Anti-human messages. And now I'm stuck in here with my dolphins. Look at this one. Her name is Shelly. Hi, Shelly, baby. She's the smartest one. She knows 15 different languages. But all I ever hear out of her is dolphin. I need to know who the nameless are, Mr. Call me Dolphin Man. I've forgotten my real name. Dolphin Man, I need to know who the nameless are. Remember your angelic vision? How could I forget? I think you should talk to her again. She's here. I have dolphin business to take care of. But just remember me and remember the 19th century man. Hello again, Brandon. Hello. I'm so grateful to see you. You've been praying for my return. I'm so moved by that. I heard you. I always hear you when you call for me. I'm confused. Who are you? I told you. I'm nameless. What does that mean, nameless? It just means that you can join me if you want. Don't you want to join me? I need to know more about what that means, nameless. You'll find that there are nameless all around you, in here and in the world as well. But don't you find that in the world, you're unappreciated? I do find that, yes. And that's so wrong, because you're so beautiful and timeless and priceless. Thank you. I think you should join me, and I sense that you really want to join me. I want to be with you. Then join me. But I need to know more of what you want from me. You'll find out if you join me. I need to know before. I need to know what nameless means. Become nameless, and you'll know. I need to retain my name, at least for now. I, I like it very much. You don't know what you're missing. I look at you and I, I know what I'm missing, but I can't join you without knowing more. I've seen too much today. You pathetic nerd. How long has it been since you fucked? 
And when did you ever in your life fuck a bitch that didn't have a bowl cut? When have you ever made more than enough to cover your rent or sat in a luxury automobile? Ever. Why are you speaking to me like this? I thought you loved me. Do you need your name or your doughy, diminutive body? Take me or leave me right now, or walk your five-foot-tall mestizo ass back into the real world and drag your slump-fat form across the parking lot to your dented Corolla right now. Right, right now. now, Brendan. You're done. You can get out right now. Jesus fucking Christ, doctor. What, Brendan? What's the matter? Oh, fuck you. Know what? They were talking about the nameless in there. And the forces of light. What is all that shit? It's very important that you don't take everything you hear and see in there so seriously. Listen, Dr. Miller, are you going to jerk my chain? Because I'm not going to keep coming here if you're going to jerk me off and jerk my fucking chain, brother. You don't seem so well. You're goddamn right I don't seem well. I just saw my angelic vision and she turned on me. She turned on me like every other goddamn woman on this planet. You're feeling rejected. Would you like a hot towel? I'd like you to tell me who the nameless are. Mm, perhaps you'd like an ice pack or some lemon water? Fuck lemon water! I want to know about the nameless. Oh, fuck, forget it. I'm leaving. I have a performance to rehearse. Good luck. It's not like you to turn 